Hey, you're listening to Don't Make Sense. I'm Dr. Vivian Rodriguez, an educational psychologist, blogger, educator, and coach who loves to talk about style, life, creating, and mental health. Okay, so I started this podcast to create a space to talk about style and substance, to talk about the complexities of being a woman who's authentic and thriving. All right, let's get into it. Don't mix in episode 63. Okay, for this episode, we're going to be talking about traveling. I had an interest in, uh, well, first of all, I haven't really traveled a whole lot. Um, so my sister is back and she'll be talking about all of her traveling experiences. But I was really curious about just female travel in general. Um, and I feel like it's something that some of you, if you're going to be doing, um, or if you're thinking about it, she could um, kind of give her experiences and some tips. And she has some fun stories too. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about traveling, uh, more specifically, females traveling, um, you know, on their own. And I have an expert. Wow, in this in this area, um, a world traveler, uh, Lisette. Lisette is back. So yes, um, yeah. So thanks for being on the show again. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's just super fun, dude. Yeah. So your picture is now on Live by Viv as uh, a uh, guest, you know, who comes regularly. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're like Heather Locklear for Melrose Place. Oh my those... god! Yeah. But without the crazy. I yeah. hope okay and that uh, bitch quality yes. <laughs> okay so i'm going to set the stage um as to why we're doing this topic and why you know a lot more about this than i do okay so so uh you know for our listeners um we grew up uh taking trips with uh, our family like every uh spring break we'd go because we're pri- i mean we grew up with privilege so let's just be real but yeah yes. cause not everybody was doing this but we were we we're lucky you know, um, we were able to go on a trip every like spring break with our family, like mm-hmm. to Mexico somewhere, you know, and um, we also every two years we would growing up, we would go to Dominican Republic mm-hmm. um, and our family, like our parents would always have like one or two days that was something historical, you know, um, but we didn't go to camping like. No, we did not. No, I think <laughs> I asked mom one time like hey why don't you do camping and and she was like wait what like sleeping on the floor and all that like (laughs) why I didn't know that yeah 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 so (laughs) like not interested in that so yeah so anyway um and of the you know of our family members our siblings there's three of us um you have traveled probably probably the most and I've traveled the least so I figured you would be able to um, kind of answer questions that if you're a female and you're thinking about going on a trip, could be even a day trip or something, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of your process, how you go about it. And, um, you know, maybe anything that you're like, hey, if I wish, I wish I knew this when I started traveling. Right. Um, and, and for me, I have not traveled on my own because like I was, we were talking the other day, like I've always been around people in I uh, I got married pretty young and then that didn't work out. And then I was living with mom and dad and all that, mm-hmm. a lot of information. But point was, I just didn't have like that window where I was like, okay, I can just go, you know? Um, and so and I don't even go to the movies by myself. Oh. I haven't even done that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just target target is this, that's, that's oh. my world travel. Okay. <laughs> so let's first talk about um your what was your first trip that you went on your own okay so I think that that would have been when I went to Barcelona when I was 18 it was right after I graduated from high school okay because um, prior to that I had um I had gone and, and, and you know as far as trips that were outside of the country yeah um so prior to, to that I had gone to Italy with a school group so I wasn't really alone well this was like true yeah well this was like I I you know flew to Barcelona 
And um, I, I went there specifically because I was um, going to take some like language classes. So I wanted to work on my Spanish. Um, so I stayed with the host family, which was really fun. Um, and yeah, it, it was a really um, positive experience. Um, okay. Yeah. That, that was when you, so you live with the family and then you were, um, it was like part of your college program too. No, no, no. So, so, so this was a separate trip. So I stayed in Barcelona. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I stayed in Barcelona for six weeks. And then the one you're referring to uh, was when I was in Madrid, my junior year of college. So that was ah. a few years later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then you didn't want to come back, I think. That was in Madrid. Barcelona okay. I was close coming back, and then Madrid okay. I kind of yeah like, fell you talk, with the... talk talk you down. Like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't feel this. I, you know, like just a few years later, I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. You're good. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, so let's kind of uh, maybe a quick summary for those who yeah. don't know, um, just, it, you know, the places you've gone to, you know, just like from here, 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 you know, you can, it's just, and then we can get okay. into how you go about your yeah, planning. That's a good idea. Uh -huh. um, okay. And, and as far as me just traveling solo, like don't include like random trips with, you know, you and mom and dad. Yeah, no, we're not... Yeah, although those are f funny, <laughs> like when we went to Italy and Jerusalem, and they, it was like a pilgrimage. Yes, and uh, mm -hmm. it, yes, it was Jubilee. And so then, um, you know, every day was mass. Yes. Every yes. day, every day. <laughs> so no, but no, we don't. No, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's as uh, yes, helpful. Yes, it's yes, funny. Yes, it's yes. interesting, but yeah, it's no, not no. as helpful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so um, yeah. for the purposes of this podcast, okay, so. I, I've been to Spain, I've been to Japan, I've been to France, I've been to Brazil, I've been to Cuba, I've um, been to um, Belgium, I've been to Portugal. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I've been to, um, where else have I gone? Um, oh, the UK. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. Ireland. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I feel like there's somewhere else. I mean, like, you know, I, I will include Italy and Israel, even though, like, I didn't travel so to those places. Mm -hmm. Did I say France? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so those are the, the like, main places. Um, okay, that you've yeah, gone yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Japan wasn't solo, but, yeah. Oh, that's right. What, like, was, like, a, a group, but I'd like to go to Japan solo. Like, that's, a, you know, big plan. Right. Yes. Well, quick story. I remember, I think you were going to go somewhere in, within the United States. I think you were like going to go to Oregon or something. And I called you on the way to work and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to Oregon next week. I, oh, what? And then I go, why are you going there? And you're like, because I can't go to yes. Japan because I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. Like, oh, that, that's a, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. When I was, when I was like kind of preparing for this episode, I was like, oh yeah. That I that's uh -huh. that was like the last time I was like yeah I'm gonna go to Japan and then it was because of yeah. work. I, I yeah. didn't have enough time to um a plan, plan yes a that's why for yes. Japan so I was like whatever I'll just drive up the Oregon coast yeah so okay so your first solo trip what about post college um what was your first uh it could be even within the states like first trip oh. you've done by yourself Shoot. yeah like okay you have a break uh between projects mm -hmm. for work and you decided you want to go somewhere and then our parents get really nervous <laughs> and they start telling me stuff oh to my tell God. you secrets revealed mm -hmm. um <laughs> yeah yeah triangulation oh um mm -hmm. i think solo the i started going i start, i think i started like going doing like day trips like okay um, and doing things like around california so um i would go up to the bay area a lot because you know we, we had family okay. who, like lived there for years so i'd go there uh -huh. and actually it wasn't until i was in my 30s that i started traveling solo again 
like like out out of the okay. country that I can remember. I have to like think about this. Um, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think and, you're and, right. You yeah, didn't do what that. happened was, and so much of it was like I was really broke. <laughs> so much of my twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was also like, because I worked freelance, I was worried about missing out on a like job opportunity if I was traveling. Yeah. And what I think kind of changed my mind um, was I was talking to um my boss at the time and uh you know she she was like in her late 50s early 60s when we were working together Mm -hmm. and she had traveled a lot when when she was younger and she told me something along the lines of um travel while you're young like just like Mm -hmm. go go out and and travel and i and i was just like Mm -hmm. oh oh yeah like I I should just I, I should be traveling right now like like what am I mm-hmm. waiting for and it you you like left that day <laughs> you left at lunch well I mean dude I think actually right after like because you know again I work on like a project to project basis I think yeah. that maybe within a month of her being like yes travel I like started planning my my next trip which ended up being me going to france to take language classes okay yeah, yeah. and and then france uh <laughs> quick story like your last day you were there yes. i don't know you didn't like contact yes, yes, mom and dad and then that was around the time that taken <laughs> had been out and so oh then my, my husband's like you got to call the embassy oh call the embassy that and okay. we're like, oh my God, she's it's like taken. She's into slavery yeah. or something. I don't know. What what was it? They were I don't yeah. know, prostitution yeah, or something. Even, like it so, didn't make any sense because yeah. it's like like yeah. I, I'm I, I was 30 at the time. I'm not white. Like what? <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Not quite so yeah, we were that. concerned. Yeah, yeah. We we were concerned. <laughs> Yeah, and then you surfaced and were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah it was it was I knew a whole thing. Yeah, it's a good story. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about what's the first thing you do when you're planning a trip. Okay, so very first thing is I get a guidebook. Like, okay, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Um, for different reasons, like number one, it gets me really excited. So I'm like, mm. it, it kind of psychologically prepares me for the idea that, oh, I'm going to go on a trip. I'm going to be in another place and I need mm-hmm. to orient myself. Um, also, like if I'm not quite clear, like what my itinerary is going to be, then a solid guidebook gives me a really good idea. Lo- okay you like the lonely, lonely planet, planet. yeah and and like yeah. um when i started going to the uk to visit um you know our family members <laughs> um i um started using rick steves because his um okay his europe guides are fantastic and i can get into that a little okay. bit later but anyway so um yeah lonely planet rick steves some of the other guidebooks are pretty okay great, but um i'll kind of like you know depending on where i'm going i'll you know get one of those or maybe even both it can also just like Mm -hmm. what i do oftentimes is i'll also check out guidebooks from the library because it's free and also okay i'll have a copy of when i'm actually on the trip i'll have Mm -hmm. i'll check and when i say check out i mean like i'll check out an ebook yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to um, ask about, like, electronic stuff. Yeah. For folks who don't yeah. want to carry a book mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. or whatever, just so there's yeah, options. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, get a, I'll, I'll get an ebook and um, mm-hmm. I'll just my phone because then I don't have to lug around a huge guidebook. Um, and okay. it doesn't always work, but usually, like, if, if say, like, because Rick Steve is, Steve's uh, guidebooks are super popular. So, um, okay. Oftentimes, I can just go back a few years because it's like you'll have Spain 2020 and that'll be super popular and you it's really hard to check out. Okay. If you're just like, oh, crap, I'm here and I want a guidebook um, and you don't want to wait like a month or, or longer for the book. Um, mm-hmm. If you go to 
like say Rick Steves Spain 2012 more than likely that's going to be available and you can just use it on your phone yeah oh, okay. yeah well, that's good yeah to know. It's, it's really great um yeah and then the other thing too is like speaking of Rick Steves I'm not trying to be a commercial for him but his things are great and they're you know if you're getting the book mm-hmm. from the library it's free and his app is free he has an app called Rick Steves Europe I believe Oh, cool. And okay. Depending on the region, sometimes in addition to like, because, okay, the, basically the way it's organized is that you have all these like different like audio files. And so, okay. Like, okay so I went to Ireland last summer and um, he has a section on Ireland in that app. And so it had all these different audio files that I believe actually were organized by region, which is awesome. Oh, um, yeah, that's helpful. And then if it's like a really popular touristy city like London, um, we'll mm-hmm. also have um, like guide, self-guided walks you can do while hmm. you're listening to um, the audio file, which is... It reminds me of like when you go to a museum yes. and they have where you can listen to stuff while you're walking yes, around. Yes, exactly. It's exactly oh, okay. That. And it's, it's, it's fantastic. And um, yeah, like... He, he's he's great and he also has a podcast which i listen to too and and his, his oh yeah his, his podcast um isn't limited to europe there'll be other countries as well but that app is specifically okay for and his the guidebooks that i know of are really just europe um okay. yeah so um okay so, so that's what hmm. i do so, so guidebook and then um, okay i also um I mean, I just try to research the place as much as possible once I'm like, oh, my God, I want to go to Ireland. Okay. So um, I'll um, try to find different podcasts on, and it's, like, specifically, like, traveler podcasts, like the Rick Steves podcast. Um, Okay. Like, again, using Ireland as as an example, um, I would search and say, like, iTunes podcasts. Okay. uh, For Dublin travel. And... A oh, bunch okay. of episodes of different podcasts would come up. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that's kind of yeah. cool. Okay. Um, also, um, if I have time, depending on, on like how last minute these plans are, I'll try to like watch movies that are set in the place. Oh, um, oh, like watching Notting Hill. That's not Ireland. Yeah, but, for instance. <laughs> yeah like say, yeah, 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 like like London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Um, mm-hmm. also try to um, maybe read stuff by authors that are from there like you know um, novels or short stories like again okay. going to Ireland um, I uh, listened to a bit of, of James Joyce and that was really cool Okay. Um, and um, oh uh, other thing is that like if I know of a friend who's been there, I'll try to talk to them and see what tips they, they can give me. Mm, yeah, that's an easy yeah. thing to do, too. And um, big thing, if you're going to a place where they don't speak English or any language that you happen to speak, I try to mm-hmm. learn at least basic greetings at the very, very least. Okay. okay. <clears throat> um, so you could be functional. Yeah, and also just polite. It's just, right. you know... Like just yeah 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 yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. Like, it, it makes yeah. such a difference to uh-huh. like you walk into a into like a restaurant or a store and you say uh-huh. hello or good morning or good evening in, in the language and they're, right. they're gonna hear your accent they're gonna know that you're an English speaker but right. I I bet you a million dollars that they're gonna appreciate it and they're gonna be like okay this person's from north america but but they're they're trying trying. they're not just like hey what's up what's up you know and like like like, especially you know there's there yeah like there are certain countries more than others where it's it is really important to to show the respect you have for their culture Um, right because you're a visitor visitor you know yeah um so So what I want to do right now, um, I want, we're going to take a break. Not that I want to take a break. We're going to take a, <laughs> a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about the planning um, aspect in terms of like, uh, 
like kind of like how you plan like the things you want to do when you're mm-hmm. there um and then also uh, give you like maybe some experiences you have that were associated with traveling as a woman of color okay. too cool. and things that because i think this kind of was going to go in that direction so um yeah so let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll we'll talk more about your you know lisa's travels like right before the break we were talking about uh, kind of like your your planning um, when you're going to go somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of knowing the language. Um, I want to first. I know we talked about planning, but I want to yes. talk about first, like how do you or how did you kind of um, get over the whole? I'm going to travel by myself, and I'm a woman. Or I guess how did you kind of? Uh, I guess I don't know if you did rationalize it with our parents or not because they were worried, but. Like how? (laughs) What? But how did you kind of go about that? Because I think there's women who want to do the same thing. Like when I tell friends about you, they're Mm -hmm. always like, "Oh, your sister sounds like she's so cool. Like she's doing cool stuff." And we're like, you know, the person I'm talking to, we're like, "Yeah, we're just here, standing here talking about this, and we're not traveling." (laughs) But like, how? Yeah, how did you kind of? um, I don't know, not break that barrier, but kind of like go, okay, this is what I'm gonna Mm. do, and. and you've always been kind of uh, more independent anyway, but yes. <laughs> Flash yeah. on my own program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so how, you know, how do you kind of, uh, you know, how did you come to that? Or maybe it's not even a process you went through. You probably yeah, just like, that's what a, I want to do. What? I like, I don't know if you knew this or remember this, but when I was like in junior high, I would get, I would request these like study abroad catalogs when I was in junior high. Oh, you already... I really wanted to travel. <laughs> yes, I was really planning my escape. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I was, I'm just like from a young age, I was just really um, attracted to um, foreign places and wanting to travel and like, yeah. Um, that's so, it. so yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. And, and so like what what got in the way after I graduated from college was just really finances and um career insecurity where I was just like well if I go out of town you know I I might lose out on a job or something you know okay okay yeah yeah so that's mm-hmm. that's great you know, yeah, yeah, no, I, well, I think in high school you went to like Colorado in the summer or something. Yes. You just were always uh, going somewhere and it came out of nowhere. And this is before internet. So just be something you <laughs> heard about. And then you're like, hey, I'm going here. And we're like, what? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, the internet did exist, but not, it wasn't, it's definitely not internet 2.0. It was right. like 0.5 oh, or something. It was like AOL. Yeah. Yeah. yeah AOL. AOL. And I guess, I guess we were like, also. Mm-hmm. I think using like msn or whatever yeah it was called mm-hmm. um yeah so so i did have access to certain things mm-hmm. um but it's just it was not like how it is now it was like right no, no not even sure. no comparison so yeah. it was basically screw it i want to go and that was like your <laughs> yes. your calling from a young age <laughs> that's right yeah because i yeah because i don't remember ever like a conversation where like oh I want to go somewhere but I don't know if I should because I'm a woman or anything no. or I'd be like hey you need to be careful like walking and you're like whatever you know so yeah, yeah so I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true yeah but so but you do yeah. I think you're you're pretty safe you don't go walking into like dark alleys and things like that in foreign countries no so, no. so what yeah. maybe talk about like kind of how you plan things in a way that um, you know, you're safe again for someone who's like thinking about it. Maybe they've been socialized different, you know, mm-hmm. where they, yeah, so and they're more hesitant. Um, so you could talk about kind of how you set things up to make sure it's as safe as possible, um, for you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, again, with like using something like a guidebook or um, doing research on the internet as well. Mm-hmm are like digging into um my lodgings i try mm-hmm. to, to find neighborhoods that are are safe okay and and so like like for instance um what okay my, my process like as, as far as like looking for a place to stay is 
I'll look at my guidebook mm-hmm. and also look at TripAdvisor. Okay. Um, and I'll see if there's an overlap. Like if, if there's okay. like a, a place that's recommended by my guidebook and it's also recommended by TripAdvisor. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll just look at like the negative because there's always like these crazy negative reviews right. that are like nightmare scenarios. Yeah. And if, you know, if they're saying like, I felt really, I'm a woman, I felt really unsafe walking around. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably not like the best idea. Yeah, not a good you know, idea. To, to pick this place. Right. Um, yeah. So I'll do that. Um, I'll, um, I, I, I'll, I will say that I, when I was younger and less smart, there were times where, and also had less money. Mm-hmm. There were times where I remember walking back from something at night mm-hmm. because I didn't want to take a taxi because it would be too expensive. And then being Set. like, this didn't happen a lot. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then being like, wow, this is not a good idea. And so oh. then the next time I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to take a taxi. Like, okay. Yeah. That's like, good. You know. That's yeah, good. Yeah. 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 So just, it sounds like just the basic precautions. Just the basic precautions. Like yeah. if, you, if you find yourself on a street where suddenly there's nobody and it's at night, Hmm. probably should try to find like l- like listen for you know a busy street and go for that and right get out of there um if you can't take a taxi there like mm-hmm. you know try to not put yourself in situations that are um unsafe right i mean and i think you also just don't drink alcohol all that much anyway yeah so, yeah. so i think that's a factor so you don't go get loaded and then go walk down a dark alley <laughs> And then no. not know the language. Hey, what's up? Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, right. hey, what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, okay. So it's just, ba- just basic, yeah, safety precautions as a woman. Um, yeah. Have you had situations that didn't go as planned? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, wait, um, that thing that you told me about where it was somewhere that they had some crazy storm and you were like stuck yes, somewhere. I, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. There are worse places to be stuck. Yeah. That you know, than um, Edinburgh and, and Scotland. Yeah. Like, yeah, that kind of derailed the plans I had for the rest of the trip. Uh-huh. Originally, so like, make a long story short. Um, I had it was my first time going to the UK, so I was like, I'd, I'd heard again from a friend who's like a big um traveler mm-hmm. um who was like super in love with edinburgh she was like okay if you go to scotland like you have to go to edinburgh because it's it's beautiful okay people are like super nice <clears throat> so um i had this whole itinerary where i was i i didn't rent a car because i was at the time terrified of um driving on the oh yeah uh, left side of the road yeah I did that in Ireland. I was gonna say you've done that since. Yeah, yes. yeah, but but at the time I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So I, I had this whole itinerary figured out where I was just gonna like um, travel around the UK by train, and it, okay. it worked fantastic. Um, and so I started in like London and went went to um, Bath and um, the shoot I forget the other places. Mm-hmm. I had to like think about that anyway. All these these wonderful places like uh, Cotswold, um, Liverpool, and this one other place that's totally escaping me. Okay. Yeah, that that was like awesome. Anyway, so then I, I get to Edinburgh, and my original plan was that I was going to be there for like, I think at the most three days. Mm-hmm. Hit a bunch of museums, have a grand old time, and then I was going to take the train down to York. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for okay. a couple days i was really excited because it's like a viking city mm, oh my god that's my cool history. yeah All and right. then yeah and then i was going to continue on from there to london mm-hmm. um where i was going to spend the rest of, of my trip with you know our, our family our, our family yes yeah. um so then what ended up happening was i was i think i'd been in edinburgh for maybe a day and a half mm-hmm and um, I was at a museum. I think it was like their natural history museum. And um, it was snowing. Mm. And I remember that 
I was I was like in their cafe. I had it. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I had I was like, oh man, I'm starving. I need to I, and I was like debating, okay, should I just go to the museum or should I eat first? And I was like, oh, I need to eat. Yeah. Was, I think it was like two o'clock or something crazy. I was like, I, I just need to eat something. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, so then I'm eating and the wait staff started saying like, oh man, it's really snowing. And then somebody was like, oh, I think I just heard that they're, shoot, they're uh, about to like shut down bus service. Oh. And they're like, oh crap like you know some of us like need to leave i was like what <laughs> and so then <laughs> like what is happening and then and then next thing i know um i hear that the museum is closing and they're like us uh, hey sorry sorry charlie um yeah. all you patrons need to leave it oh was, it was crazy okay it was crazy because so like normally this museum would probably have co- closed at six maybe mm-hmm. five at the earliest and i think by three o'clock it was closed mm. and i was just like whoa okay did you get to eat yes okay well, that's eat. important so okay. at, least, at least there was that yeah but it was really nuts and so then the you know i think otherwise i was supposed to i was think i was supposed to leave for york either the next day originally or the mm-hmm. day after that and I'd have to look at my diary, but I think I ended up spending like an, something crazy, like an extra three days there, mm. which totally wiped out York. Yeah. Which was a bummer. Um, and then we ended up doing, because the other thing too was like, I was like, okay, I have my train ticket. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to like wait it out. I'm sure I'll be able to take the train down. Yeah. Didn't want to like eat the, I guess, I don't know if it was like 30 or 40 pounds or something that I paid on the ticket. Which would be like I think like fifty or sixty bucks. Oof. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, let me see. And so I would go to the train station every day. It was like basically empty because like all the <laughs> the trains were out of service. Uh-huh. It was nuts. Um. Yeah. And so then I think by like I don't know day four or five, I was like, oh. all right, I'm going to affect. Yeah, <laughs> going to affect my like itinerary in London. So I need to get the f out of here. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up like I had some. Yeah, um, you had miles. a sled, a sled, and some dogs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yes. Oh, Scottish Scottish dogs. Yeah, awesome. so cute. Scot- okay. Scotties. Yes. Oh God, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So I ended up. I had some mileage, or, or you know, like um, some miles on. Um, because I, I have like an American uh, Airlines thing. Okay. Um, a, a car that had miles on it. So I ended up using those miles to just take a plane. Okay. And get out of there. Okay. Because I probably would still be waiting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing really when you were waiting? What did you um, do with your time? Okay. So all the museums were closed. Yeah. Which was like why, like a big reason why I wanted to be in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, so what I ended up doing was just like, I walked around the city. Oh, okay. And which was, was, was lovely. Walked around the city, um, went to restaurants that were not closed. Okay. Them, like straight up. We're just like, that's it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're closed. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and they'd have like little signs were like, sorry, due to the blizzard, we're closed. And they have like a little sad face. So oh, like, hmm. yeah. Um, okay so, so you so you did yeah. that so mm-hmm. um so do you keep a diary for all your trips yeah oh that's cool I, I didn't know that yeah yeah I, I try to but the thing is like I take forever to write because I'm like writing in detail I'm like oh yeah this happened and this you're happened. like captain's log <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Edinburgh is completely shut down. I can't get out of here. Everybody's really nice though, and says I, which is so adorable. Yeah, like like, oh. actually, like 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 one of the um like loveliest experiences that I had like in during that UK trip was when I was stuck in Edinburgh. I went into this pub, and um, everybody was so nice there. Oh. Like I I spoke to this woman. And I will not try to practice her amazing Scottish accent because I oh, can't. Okay. Um, but 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 she we were talking, like she immediately just like befriended me. Mm. And she was like, 
she told me I was gorgeous. Oh. And like in an, an amazing Scottish accent. Oh. I was like, wow, I should record this. I like her so anyway. That- I like her already. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm. and then she was like introducing me to her friends because, of course, there was all these like regulars at the pub. Okay. And, I guess lived in the neighborhood. Like, mm. it was just amazing. And, you know, it's something that maybe I wouldn't have experienced if the city had it completely shut down. Right. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it's funny. So I was researching for this episode. Um, about female travel and so um, what you know one piece I found they were talking about how female travel has increased over the last you know few years Um, some of it in part is like because people like to document it you know Instagram another reason yeah so whatever but (laughs) that's fine Um, but it was saying that there's more female travelers than male solo travelers and it might be yeah. due to um, the way that men kind of uh, kind of connect with other men. They don't mm. like where, you know, and that women are more um, kind of they tend to when they travel alone, like connect with people, talk like what you're saying, exactly like that phenomenon, not, not phenomenon, but that of that experience. Yeah, it can be called a phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking and getting to know um, people, the locals. So it just seems like that's more of something that uh, females um, tend to do so but it was interesting I mean I was finding more stuff like how to be safe you know and um, yeah a little bit of that but then um, oh, no. yeah but then I think when I put like um, best f- places for female travel or best places for uh, females of color to travel then I saw like more interesting articles where it was like oh mm-hmm. um, you know and and that kind of goes into the next question would be um, you know, any experiences you've had that you could attribute to traveling as a woman of color? Because there was one site I found, one piece, where this um, girl was saying that, well, woman, that um, she chose places that were more diverse because she felt mm-hmm. more comfortable mm-hmm. um, and uh, or that seemed to appreciate the culture. Like one um, a place that was listed was um, Japan, you yes. know, as, and, and uh, that kind of thing. So. So you can talk a little bit about that because I remember when we went to Italy, like they were like, "Oh my God, you guys are like Beyonce." We're like, "What? Okay, <laughs> what? Okay, um, all right, whatever." Yeah, cool. stay I, here. I, I, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, it, overall, and I'm I'm sure it's due to the places that I choose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really positive. Like, okay. It. <laughs> I guess I have the kind of face that people are like. She knows where she's going. I'm going to ask her directions. And so, when, when oh. I've been, yeah, like the um, two last times that I was in France, um, just people will just go up, come up to me and ask me for directions in French. It's like, oh. yeah. So, so, you know, with, like with their history of colonization, yeah tons of people who look like us in france that's true that's yeah. true right so, so okay yeah so i yeah. worked out yeah yeah and it was interesting like i had somebody once tell me that like oh you know um yeah i have a friend who's traveled to france but she looks french so i'm sure her experience is different and i'm like okay. i look french okay. like like anybody okay. looks french like all right like what it's, it's not, it's not just, yeah like, but that's people with pale skin and dark hair yeah you know? like, okay they're there are black people in France. Yeah. There are, people in France. Yeah. There are Middle East, Eastern people in France. Like, right. Because colonization, guys. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, in France, like, I, it's, I, yeah, I feel totally comfortable, you know. Uh huh. Um, also, when I was in Montreal, okay. A, a woman also came up to me and asked me in French for directions. Okay. Um, which, which was also like, <laughs> Just the assumption that I'm, I'm from there, which is yeah. great. Um, and when I was in Brazil, again, tons of people who look like us. Right. Here. Yeah. Um, so there was one time, and I'm sure I told you the story. I was like, walk. I was on my way to like a bakery. I forget mm-hmm. in what city. Oh. It might have been like uh, this city called Parachi. That's like a little colonial city uh-huh. in, the, in like kind of the southern um, end of, of Brazil, I believe. May have that wrong. Anyway, um, I was on my way to a bakery, and um, this woman walked towards me, and then she stopped, mm-hmm. and then she told me in Portuguese, "I thought you were my cousin." Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, was that a good thing though? Yeah, no, 
Okay. She wasn't like a like a crazy person. You like, get... literally, she was like, oh, my God, my, my cousin is right there. I should say hi. Oh, and then okay. she was like, totally not my cousin, but hey, cool. Um, so, yeah. That's like, good. It was a good but... thing. It wasn't like, I bet you're my cousin and starts, like, hitting you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like, speaking of Japan, I remember when, when I was in Japan, uh-huh. um, it was a mixture of like people just like straight up staring and, then, oh, and okay. granted this is like 2006 yeah in a rude way it was more like curiosity right most of the experiences was really positive i remember there was we, we went to what was called an onsen mm-hmm. and which is uh basically like a like a, a hot spring right and um this man came up to me and our brother mm-hmm. and uh he just started saying phoenix oh because <laughs> he just assumed that we spoke English. Oh, um, it was amazing. All and, right. Yeah, and then and then there was like another instance where I was in the elevator with these um, these older ladies, and they started talking to me in Japanese about my hair. Like, mm. At the time, like my Japanese was like not great. It's still right. not that great, but whatever. Um, and I could tell they were talking about my hair because they were pointing at it, and they were like making like finger motions, like that I guess oh. signified curly curls. And they and they were like, oh, like telling me like. They like my hair, which is really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as far as like kind of not so great experiences, Mm -hmm. um, I will preface this by saying Spain is amazing. And um But you had some some moments. You had some moments. I had some moments. Like and and as a matter of fact, prior to the pandemic, I had planned on going there for the first time in like 18 years. I I love that country. Yeah. Um, and I was like, can't, but, I don't think you can go. And you're like, no, I think I can. No, yeah, you can't. I was like, <laughs> why, did you, why did you make me, basically, I was like, at that point? Yeah. And then it was like, uh, no, the pandemic is going to make you. So. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Anyway, um, but when I was there 18 years ago, there were like, little things where I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's right. You guys were closed off from immigration in a way yeah. that like other European countries, excuse me, Western European countries like did not experience because of your dictatorship. Okay. Right. But I think you also mentioned some things uh, having to do with Spanish, you know, right. And speaking yeah. Spanish. So I think it, yeah, but you know what? I think, um, uh, you know, just like with other, other things in life, if you were to have gone now being older, mm-hmm. you maybe would have been able to uh, kind of sniff out, a situation that was going in a direction yeah a little but, microaggression and I think, it kind yeah, of yeah i think too like yeah i'm i'm older i think at the time yeah young because i was 20 yeah i you're seen a certain way at least at the time so yeah i was told yeah. in madrid that there was i forget the name of the street it's probably not that way anymore but there was a certain street where it was like latin american Women of the night would uh, hang out there. <laughs> Women of the night would. <laughs> so it was like prostitutes, yeah, yeah, were prostitutes or something. And stuff. Oh, okay, and, and they were like, "Oh, you look and like I, that." I, I look they... like a lot of them. Oh, so, so, well, so people okay. be like, "Hey, you may want to avoid that street because people might think, oh. think things about you." Okay. And, um, All right. Whatever. And there was also I. I stayed. Um, there's another like host family situation. I stayed with a woman who was wonderful, and. Yeah. I remember that I, and I think I told you the story, I was talking to some of her neighbor's kids, and, and there were these, like, uh-huh. little girls who were probably, like, I don't know, eight and nine or something, pretty yeah. young, and uh, they said, like, oh, um, our parents thought you were, um, well, let's say her name was Maria, Maria's maid. Mm. Okay. And I was just like, yeah. that's the assumption versus, like, I'm a student. And yeah, see, like other foreigners that stay with her. Yeah, like I wasn't yeah. like the first person yeah. that she had over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. no, you should have said Maria works for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so some stuff that has to do with like yeah, being you know black, mm-hmm. and yeah, so some of the usual kind of antics that occur sometimes. So okay, um, <laughs> yeah, so to uh in closing though let's talk about 
now you've gone to all these different places. You also speak different languages. You want to like kind of rattle off, I think, or let me see if I remember which you, oh, yeah, you are uh, by level of uh, kind of proficiency. Yes. So I know you're Japanese, you're studying yes. that. I know uh, you're pretty good with Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And I think then it would be French is yes. the one that you're probably most fluent in, right? Um, yes, outside of Spanish, yes. And then pig Latin. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes. No, no, no. Anyway, but I think that also changes the way you travel. Yes. You know, because mm-hmm. um, you you uh, become familiar with the language as much as possible. You just do that on your free time because you like learning languages. Yes. So that's a different um, kind of, uh, you know, facet, I think. Something different that you bring when you go travel. Mm-hmm. So... Now, okay, so if I um, was just starting out and um, going to start traveling on my own, what's the one thing you wish you knew um, when you started traveling that you wish someone would have told you that would have made your, like, time better or your, your trips, the experiences better? Okay, in addition to what I, I said a little bit earlier, um, make sure you're realistic about your itinerary day day to day okay because okay it took, it took me a long time to realize like i had certain patterns that weren't that great where okay um, i sometimes take like five hours to go through a museum because like that's just the oh. way i am and, yeah yeah and and you know i think at, on average like people like my five hours are usually people's two hours right so if, if you're okay. that type of person you should know like okay, you know, maybe not super realistic to think that you'll be able to hit, like, three museums in a day. Okay. Um, okay. Also, like, uh, I, I, you know, it's not so much now because I'm trying to, like, let go of that, but in addition to, like, wanting to go to a museum or some historic site, I would, um, I would also try to go to, like, one of the best restaurants in the city on the same day. And usually, and, oh, like, oftentimes yeah. it's the, the it doesn't make any sense because maybe the best restaurant in the city is like on the other side of town. And that's going to totally okay. screw you up with like, you know, the two hour bus ride it's going to take between the restaurant and the museum. Oh, that's a good point. Cause you don't know kind of like the way traffic patterns are wherever you yeah, go. Or it just might be that yeah. like, you, if you're in London, um, it's going to be a two hour tube ride and you've like, yeah. you've lost the day, you know, and in London, it's, yeah, London's expensive. Okay. It's a flight you know, to London from at least the West Coast is really expensive. So you got okay. to make the most of it. Um, yeah. So, so like, I, I would just say like, yeah, be like, be super realistic when it comes to like doing an itinerary and, I, and actually do an itinerary, right. you know, if, especially if, if okay. you're a person who likes to plan because some people don't, some people yeah. uh, want to just like go to a place and maybe explore it and, maybe like figure out what they're going to do by going to like a bar and talking to the locals and that's okay well and good but if you're like me and you're like okay i'm in i'm in dublin um i want to see as many museums as excuse me museums as possible right. um you know i, I want to walk i want to have time to walk around the city um and, and also like another thing that you can do if you're trying to pack in as much stuff as possible is try to book a walking tour Okay. Like, that has also okay. helped me a lot. Booking walking tours and and then also like if you're gonna hit museums, try to um take a guided tour. Like oftentimes okay. they're free. Right. So that creates some kind of structure yes. around your activities and the events and things yes. like that. Okay. So um what I'll do in the show notes is I'll um get some of these like resources and tips and put them in there yes. uh for the listeners. And then I think it's just you know, since you're just kind of, that's this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I think just taking a moment to like acknowledge, like it's empowering to just get up and go and you're not waiting for somebody because there's some women or, you know, whoever could be a man, whatever, <laughs> that are like wait, waiting for people yeah. to go with them, mm-hmm. waiting, for, waiting, basically waiting to live. Waiting for permission. Uh, for some, yeah, waiting for permission. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you go and then the person's like not on the same page with you anyway. So it's better when you're like, okay, it's just me. I don't have to deal with somebody having like some issue with certain things mm-hmm. or timing, you can just create, you know, the experience you want to have. So 
Um, I think it's just, yeah, just kind of uh, mentioning that. So if somebody's like whether or not they want to be traveling on their own, it's just that aspect of feeling empowered to create the experience you want. Yes. You and one, just one more thing I wanted to say that I think is also really important is having a good attitude when you're traveling. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. realizing yeah. like um, the, the, city, the city, the region, the country um, you're visiting doesn't owe you anything. Um, right. It's right. on you to be polite. Um, yeah. And, and like sometimes you'll have days where like you're tired and you're just like, oh man, I I, I really want to go to you know such such museum or or, mm-hmm. or site, but you're you're tired and you're not in the best mood. Yeah. Maybe that's a day where you should just like walk around you rest. the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or like you may have like an encounter with somebody who's a jerk. Um, yeah, and then you're already in a bad mood. You're in a bad mood, and you just have to be like, yeah, you know, like. 99% of your experience probably going to be really positive and, and great. And you'll just have yeah. sometimes experiences where you meet people that aren't, you know, maybe they're having a bad day themselves and they're, you know, yeah. and you just kind of get over it and try to like take advantage of the fact that you're in another place and, you mm-hmm. know, having a great time. Yeah. S- sounds good. It's, it's when you're in a bad mood, it's time for shut up. Yes. You know, <laughs> so true. Okay, all right. So this is a lot of cool, you know, not cool. A lot of good tips, I think, that are practical. So, and I think your phone's going off. Something's happening. I'm not sure. I heard Sorry. something. <laughs> I put the volume yes. down. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Anyway, so um, yeah. So I'll put those all in the show notes. Thank you for sharing all of these stories and um you know and 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 i think just like kind of sharing some insights into what could make a trip smoother for anyone who's listening so yeah my pleasure good good stuff good stuff so many fun stories that i um always love to hear from her about her travels um i'm going to link all of the resources she mentioned in the show notes and then even some other ones that she thought about after the show so it'll be um there for you guys to go ahead and check out and hopefully this inspired you to um you know take a trip for me maybe it'll get me to go to a movie by myself i'll start there <laughs> like what you're hearing go ahead and subscribe rate and review the podcast you can also share the podcast on instagram and tag me at live by viv as far as my music it's the croft by Yokim karud And everything we talked about in this episode can be found in the show notes on livebyviv.com. Okay, and remember, don't mix in because you don't need to.